0: Give me an F. F. Give me an R. R. Give me an I. I. Give me an E. E.
1: Give me
0: an N. N. Give me a D. D. Give me an S. S. Give me a T. T. <laughs> you
1: didn't
0: think I'd go all the way through, did you? Nope. What does it spell?
1: Friends. T-
0: <laughs> friends to. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Friends till the End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends, as we talk about the whole bloody series episode by episode. I'm Michael. That's Elizabeth. Welcome back.
1: We're back.
0: It's been, well, it's just been a week, really, since our last episode, but to us it has been a little while since we've last sat down and recorded. We've just finished our our summer holidays. You're looking very tanned. You're looking very well-rested, Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, you know, the freckles, are, they're really coming together.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you have a good summer vacation?
1: Uh, Up in the Hamptons, were you? Oh, yeah. Hamptons, Alaska, Iceland, New Zealand, North Pole, South Pole, Antarctica, and uh, Nevada. No bad. If only, Michael. It's good to be back. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Have you missed recording? Have you missed doing the show regularly?
1: I have missed it, yeah. Yeah?
0: Mm. It's good fun, isn't it?
1: I miss the show a little bit.
0: You miss watching Friends? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, we took a wee bit of a break over the summer. We released the odd episode here and there, but like, this wasn't a big deal when Friends was a show. But now, the trendy thing to do is uh, like a, a mid-season hiatus. Like you get halfway through your season and then you take a little break for a, a couple of months to really kind of piss off your regular viewers, and then you come back even better than ever. Oh,
1: so we're we're just kind of in fashion. Then, we're really? we're
0: trendy. Yeah, we're like we're like Walking Dead trendy because oh, that's what all the Walking right. Dead do. Okay. They do like seven episodes and then go away for a couple of months and then come back and they're like, oh.
1: I don't think I can be away for that long. It's
0: so annoying when shows do it, but friends never did it. So we've just finished watching season three, episode 12, which is about the midpoint of the third season. Mm-hmm. It's the one with all the jealousy, Elizabeth.
1: I really enjoyed this episode. Did you? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know if it was because I haven't seen Friends in a while and I missed it a lot, or if it... I mean, I, I laughed out loud a couple times, mm-hmm. so to me that signals a good episode.
0: You've famously been very critical of this season so far, or maybe it's because I've just built it up to be bigger than you than you thought, and I raised the expectations, but...
1: I mean, it wasn't a showstopper. No. But it was funny, and I enjoyed it. It
0: had its moments.
1: It had its moments, yes.
0: The show was first shown on January 16th, 1997, but the question, the big question that we all need to know is... How many people watched it?
1: Okay. Well, what was the last one? The
0: last one was the one where Chandler can't remember which sister, which made a staggering like leap for it to twenty nine point eight million. Oh, yeah. So where do you think we're gonna be this time round? I don't think we're touching that number again. But I don't I'm wanna... gonna
1: say twenty seven point three.
0: Twenty seven point three. Mhm. I'll say twenty seven
1: point two. Oh, what a jerk!
0: It's a strategy.
1: Uh, what is this? The Price is Right.
0: And the correct answer is. Oh, motherfucker. What? 29.6. Yeah! Oh, man.
1: Bob Barker would be most displeased with you.
0: No, he doesn't mind. He doesn't mind that tactic. No, no, he judges. No, he doesn't. He judges. Bob Barker doesn't care. He judges, He admires you playing the game.
1: What a guy, huh?
0: Enough of this pre-ramble shit. Let's get into it. Let's do it. The episode opens, Elizabeth. Ho uh-huh. ho, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Rachel in a towel, here we go.
1: Yeah, you had something to say about that.
0: <laughs> no, just that.
1: <laughs> it was a very large towel, and she came out wearing heels. Too large. Too large. Ugly, clunky heels.
0: Were they not nice?
1: Oh, but maybe in the 90s they'd be nice.
0: It's her first day at Bloomingdale's. My mom calls it Bloomies. Yep. She's getting dressed for work. She's very frantic about what to wear.
1: Yeah, that's that's normal. First day of work, you want to, you know, this is maybe potentially a lead into your dream job a company you love nerve-wracking is what
0: you wear important yes especially in fashion i would imagine
1: yes if you're gonna work in fashion i'd say you should probably look you gotta wear what's in season you gotta be wearing the right colors in like accessories. season oh, what does that yeah. even mean like you wouldn't wear last season's manolo Blanics, michael
0: what is what were those words <laughs>
1: Maybe we'll watch Sex and the City and do a podcast after we this. We
0: absolutely will not be doing that. I can guarantee <laughs> you right now. So she's frantic. Phoebe's come around with a bunch of purses, including an adorable one with some cuddly turtles on them. <laughs> Rachel's afraid of turtles. Yeah, not sure what
1: why. what was that? That was just a, It dropped in there.
0: More on that story later, hopefully. Mm. Uh, Chandler is planning a bachelor party for his cousin, who is a...
1: Botanist.
0: Which is a... Sounds like a, quite a cool job. To me. It's
1: like the Neville Longbottom of The what? Jobs. Neville Longbottom.
0: You're saying it weird.
1: Neville Longbottom. How would you say
0: it? Neville. You're saying never Longbottom.
1: Neville Longbottom.
0: Neville Longbottom.
1: Neville Longbottom.
0: It's Neville Longbottom. I
1: know what it is.
0: Then say it right, dammit. Neville
1: damn it. Longbottom.
0: Thank you. Uh, uh, is he into botany? I don't know.
1: Well, he's like, he's into herbology. Okay. So if, uh,
0: Oh, Elizabeth you're gonna get so many angry letters from people i'm just how dare you mix up those two
1: chandler describes him as a nerd botany
0: seems more like something hermione would be into
1: no she's not she doesn't like it i don't know if she likes it or not but that's not her primary focus
0: what's her primary focus
1: i can't remember
0: ron weasley Mm. so yeah he's planning that that's his little arc for the episode doesn't take up too much time Ross wants to swing by and take Rachel out for lunch, and she's like, oh, I can't. Mark's going to take me for lunch. It's a little, you know, good luck on your first day. Yeah, that, pretty... and, that's, and that's where we are.
1: Yeah, how would you feel about that? If, if you know, your girlfriend said, hey, no, my co-worker's going to take me out for lunch.
0: I'd be like, yeah, that that's kind of important, I suppose, to get to know your co-workers. Cool. Right. If it was just this one guy, maybe not so much, but like... Well,
1: if... it is that one guy, so...
0: So I'm with Ross. It's a bloody outrage.
1: Well, it just seems a little strange. Wouldn't it be like after like drinks instead to be like celebrate your first day you did it, whereas let's go out for lunch to celebrate it. I don't know. Seems like it's still the middle of the day. You go back to work after that. Yeah. So, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Maybe
0: don't take a lunch break on your first day. I know, Rachel. Maybe it's very
1: presumptuous that you take like a full hour or something.
0: Come back half cut. Yeah. I had a couple of uh, sherry's at lunch.
1: Double vodka martini.
0: Yeah. Let's triple the order on Lauren Conrad's new line of seasonings.
1: <laughs> seasonings? Yeah.
0: Did I say that right?
1: No. Oh, all right.
0: <laughs> anyway, hit the Rembrandts. We're, we're getting into this bitch. Here we go. So the episode opens. Ross is jealous of Mark. I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he managed to hide his distaste for him taking her to lunch. Once he got into Chandler and Joey's apartment, nah, he's, he's letting rip. He's furious. Not happy one little bit. Nope. Someone who is happy one little bit is Joey.
1: Yeah, he has an audition for a Broadway musical. He's
0: got an audition for a Broadway musical. I
1: mean, it took me by surprise because I didn't know that Joey sang.
0: Do you have to sing to be on Broadway?
1: If you have a non-singing role, no. But Broadway... It- Broadway? Well, if you're gonna be auditioning for a musical, mm-hmm. you're expected to sing.
0: Are there any non-musicals on Broadway? Of course. Name them.
1: I don't know. Go. every I don't know every play that's on Broadway right now. Okay. But if you're going to be audition for a musical, you should know how to sing and dance and act. Okay. The triple threat.
0: Triple threat. Mm-hmm. Is that? Oh, I see. That's what a triple threat is.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's got an audition. Yes,
0: for a musical version of *Tale of Two Cities*. Yes. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna pick. New York, New York, and I left my heart in San Francisco. And they're like, no, the cities are already decided, Joey, you big idiot. And he, it's it's just big confusion. He doesn't understand. Right over his head. Right over his fucking head. Monica has attracted the attention at the, is it the Moondance Diner? Or the Moonlight Diner? Moonlight, I think. At the Moonlight Diner, Monica has attracted the attention of a fiery Latino waiter. who looks a little bit... Like Jean-Claude Van Damme's greasy younger <laughs> brother.
1: I think he's more attractive.
0: Really? You think you, you take Julio over JCVD?
1: I like a good accent.
0: Well, JCVD has an accent.
1: No. He's Belgian. Yeah. It seems fake.
0: So anyway, yeah, she like has a late night encounter with him. It's brimming with sexual tension. They start talking about poetry and he's like, Oh, I could write a, I could write a poem about you." Your lips.
1: What is this? French? Are you doing a French accent?
0: I'm doing an accent. I'm doing, I'm doing Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Yes, he, he basically turns Monica on with a couple of words and Mm -hmm. him touching her bottom lip. She melts putty in his hands. Would that work on you? No. Would you, Julio? I was wondering if you'd ask me that. I don't know. No? At this point of the episode or at the end of the episode?
0: At this point of the episode. It's maybe, on face value. Maybe. Yeah.
1: I can't say yes. Can't say no. No. Nah. No. All yeah.
0: right. But yeah, she she's putty in his hands basically, because mm-hmm. he likes poetry, so that's happening. Ross calls Rachel on her first day. Mark's shown her like how to input files into a computer or something. He calls and he's like, oh, yeah, I share an office with Mark. Uh, We're both Joanne's assistants. And he's like, how fucking lazy is Joanne if she needs two assistants? Uh, It's
1: pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) How fucking lazy is she? Well, I don't think he used the F word, but (laughs) family friendly. I don't know.
0: Maybe he did. I can't remember.
1: How? No, I think he's just like, two assistants? How lazy is she? He's
0: doing that thing where he's like sounding like he's joking, but he's actually really annoyed. So he's like, oh, oh, she needs two assistants. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> so Joey goes to his auditions.
1: Just one. Audition.
0: He goes to his audition.
1: Good.
0: Wait. I thought the singular of auditions was auditions.
1: The singular okay. of auditions? I've got
0: an auditions today.
1: No, of course not. No, no. you're just being right. facetious. Anyway,
0: um did you recognize the number that he did for his audition?
1: I can't remember it now. What you song got is got to it? pick
0: a pocket or two. Yeah, it's from Oliver. From Oliver!
1: hmm
0: Exclamation point.
1: Oliver! Oliver!
0: Never before... It. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> where is that Lloyd Webber? Where
1: is love? I don't know. I
0: think it's Lloyd Webber. What did you think of his audition?
1: It like, was so over the top, it was ridiculous and not anything like an actual audition would be.
0: Well, Elizabeth, I don't know if, how much you know about the theatre. But oh, when, you're perf- me, when you're performing on stage, you have got to reach the person in the back row. So it's got to be a little bit over the top. It's got to be a little, if you will, theatrical. So
1: You should see his hand moving if, right now.
0: If you just think that he overdid it a little bit, that's, that's really how you're meant to do it on Broadway.
1: I'm really glad that you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't have known. My next audition might be really bad if I didn't know that.
0: How many times in an episode do you think I mansplain things to you?
1: Ooh. Can we hashtag how many times mansplaining? That's too long. I don't think you know how
0: hashtagging works. Let me explain to you how hashtagging (laughs) works. (laughs) Yeah, so he he does his audition. He seems Is he a good singer?
1: He's fine. He's no
0: Kelsey Grammer.
1: But get out of here. He's fine. He's
0: no Mr. Shoemaker from Glee.
1: He, exactly. He's he's fine.
0: But anyway, he seems to have impressed the guy. He's like, This is that was really good. We can't wait to see you back for the next auditions. I
1: thought this guy was joking, the casting director whoever was. <laughs> I thought he was joking. He's like, Are yeah, they known
0: for their we, humor? Are no, they known for their pranks? The
1: way he was like, Okay, I can't wait to see you on Sunday for the callbacks. It's just like it does not you don't you know do it right then. Like that's not how oh, it works.
0: Well Maybe if you wow them the way that old Joey Tribbiani did.
1: I just was shocked. I was like, this isn't a realistic... Well, I think once we get further, maybe that's why he chose him.
0: Anyway, yeah, so the guy's like, well, next time bring your jazz shoes, because we're going to be busting out some dance numbers. And Joey's like, oh, no. It seems like Joey's not been entirely honest on his application.
1: (laughs) No, he's completely (laughs) lied. Saying he, you know, was with the New York Ballet and... All trained under these really famous choreographers and whatnot. And that's bad. That's really bad. He didn't know that for a musical you need to dance. Come on, Joey. His agent
0: said it wasn't a dancing part.
1: And that's fair enough, sure. But you should be expected to know basics. You should have jazz shoes, character shoes, things like that. You gotta know that shit.
0: Mm. Okay. Monica is continuing her fling with Julio. Julio. Julio.
1: Oh, that was good. hmm
0: He wrote her a poem. I didn't realize that he wrote poetry. I didn't realize he wrote such bloody awful poetry.
1: How do you know it's awful?
0: Well, they read a little bit of it anyway. It's the the empty vase. Vase? How how would would you say say it? it? (laughs) Jinx. I would say vase.
1: No, you would not. I would. Vase. How would you say C-H-A-R-A-D-E?
0: I can't understand words when you spell my word.
1: C-H-A-R-A-D-E. Charade. Good. I'd say vase.
0: Okay. Anyway, Monica is all about the vase. About the vase. Even <laughs> though it's terrible. She's all about the vase. The Empty Vase poem that uh, Julio's written for, she like shows it to all the, the other ones, and they're like, yeah. And by all the other ones, I mean her friends. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. This is good.
1: And who called it, Michael? Who called it that Phoebe was going to have a different opinion?
0: Well, you thought that she was going to dislike it, and it wasn't so much that she disliked it. It was more that phoebe had picked up on the subtext of the poem
1: yeah she kind of read a lot into it saying mm-hmm. he's so he was kissing you and then stopped to write this poem yes. and compared you to an empty vase you know saying you're empty and there's nothing to you and right so she didn't tell monica right no. a way because of course you wouldn't want to hurt your friend's feelings right but i thought because phoebe is kind of Artsy fartsy, that she would know more, like if this was good or not. And that's why I said, "Oh, Phoebe's gonna hate this."
0: Do you think Phoebe is artsy fartsy though?
1: She's very creative. Yes.
0: Right, but like, there's not a lot of subtext to "fucking smelly cat." It's just a song Dude, about a smelly cat. I would cat. argue
1: that oh. a lot.
0: Do you think that she is the smelly cat?
1: No, I think there's actually a smelly cat.
0: So there is no subtext. There is a literal no, cat no. that smells.
1: But who is they in that song?
0: Oh, that is feeding the smelly cat? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. You're blowing my mind. I know. All right Ross is marking his territory. Rachel's desk has just become swarmed with cards with his faces on it and big cuddly toy animals and flowers. And, yeah, he's, um, he's really... Drawing a line in the sand there. It's
1: ridiculous. It's so over the top. I mean, it's bouquets on bouquets of flowers, his face, stuffed animals. She can barely even work at her desk.
0: I mean, she's. No one is forcing her to put these on her desk.
1: No, they probably should get delivered and put it on her desk, whatever. But then, you see all of a sudden some guy come in in this pinstriped outfit and he's like, yeah. hey there. Are you Rachel Green? And she's like, yes. And then he blows his little whistle and all of his, you know, his quartet comes in and sings a song. Michael, do you know the words?
0: Congratulations on your brand new appointment. It won't be long until you are the boss. And no. just remember the guy that always supported you. No, it's like your You're first wa- week of work or All something. All right, I know, but I like the... I don't
1: appointment.
0: Know. <laughs> Your one and only boyfriend. It's nice to have a boyfriend. Your one and only boyfriend, Ross.
1: Michael knew the words to the one guy that kind of pulls away from the song and says, "It's nice to have a boyfriend."
0: It's catchy. He it's quoted real catchy. It. It's real good. That's one of my favorite bits when the Barbershop <laughs> Quartet come in.
1: It was so amazing.
0: Ah oh, man, Barbershop Quartets. <laughs> so she is pretty mad about that.
1: It's embarrassing.
0: She yells at him. And Ross yells back. He's like, I'm hurt. How dare you? It was a nice gesture. All I was doing it was out of love. Ross is yelling again. We mentioned it in the last episode.
1: The thing is, at that point, if I was in Rachel's shoes, I would assume that he just doesn't trust me Mm -hmm. as his girlfriend to not hook up with my co-worker. Mm -hmm. Like, I would take it very personally. She's never given any indication that she'd ever cheat on him or whatever. Not that she needs to, but still, like, that shows a complete lack of trust.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Joey has got his next audition. He's called back. He has been called back to his next audition. <laughs> and. I'm not being mean, but, like. When you see him in the room with all the other dancers, isn't his body a bit of a giveaway that he hasn't been with like the New York Ballet Company? Like, no. there's no ballet dancers that look like,
1: no. like Joey. Mm-mm. No, no, like he's a
0: handsome dude, and he's he's by no means a large dude, but he enjoys his he enjoys his sandwiches. There's no. no way that he could pass for a ballet dancer.
1: No, he that he's just trained with them, not that he is a ballet dancer.
0: I don't understand. And plus, that could
1: have been twenty years ago.
0: No, it could Fifteen couldn't.
1: years ago, why not?
0: Because he's only twenty-seven in the show. Right.
1: <laughs> well, then it could have been five years ago, and his body could have changed in that All time. Right. Okay. Rude. I
0: think you can just tell, though. I mean, no. Look, he's got a body kind of like mine. Like we're oh my god, we're we're broad, we're broad dudes. Like I don't think I could pass as a belly dancer at any point.
1: It sounds like you're saying belly with your accent.
0: Well, whatever. I like it. <laughs> so anyway. He's at this next audition, a plot contrivance happens, and he has to teach the steps to everybody there, because he's the most qualified dancer on in the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, God, how's he going to get out of this one? Um, yeah,
1: so this guy that's running the audition is like, oh, something has come up, or, you know, I need to go get the, I don't know, who is it? Who is it that's not there?
0: His, like, choreographer.
1: Choreographer, Pro- sure, whatever it is. Um, music director, who knows? Goes out and he's on his emergency. He's like, Joey, with your background, would you mind just teaching them? He does this short little, it's this and this and this and this and this and this <laughs> and this. And Joey's good. like, what? Mm-hmm. And then. Ends with jazz hands. Ends with jazz hands, of course. A little fussy, fussy, fussy. Like
0: all great Broadway numbers.
1: <laughs> and so then this guy leaves. So Joey's left to teach a group of, I don't know, 15 budding actors this routine.
0: Yeah. What a pickle he's found himself in. Honestly. Monica is going to give Julio an empty vase as a present.
1: Oh God, it's like four feet. It's just ridiculous. Is that
0: not quite a sweet gift? Why are you ragging on it? It's
1: too... They're not even dating. They had like a kiss and that was it.
0: Oh, they did other stuff. You don't know. Elizabeth, don't be so naive.
1: I'm not naive. Do you think they did? Yes, of course they did. Get it, get it, get it. No, but still, it's a little... I don't know, needy? It's just, it doesn't <laughs> oh, look great. Right. I don't think that looks good. Maybe Well, well how much dating. do you spend
0: on, like, a big vase? Like, 15 bucks?
1: Ugh, I don't know, man. That could have been crystal for all we know.
0: No, it wasn't crystal. Well,
1: I would wait until, like, further into dating and then use it as a cute, like, remember this, like, on your one-month anniversary oh, or something.
0: I suppose. I don't know. Anyway, Phoebe's like, oh, maybe don't give him presents. And she kind of spills the beans. And she confronts him. She goes to the Moonlight Diner and is like, how dare you? How bloody dare you? And he's like, no, 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 no. You, you've got it all wrong. This poem's not about you. And she's like, oh, it feels a little stupid. And he's like, it's about all American women because <laughs> you're shit in bed. And yeah.
1: Is that what that meant? Because American women are bad in bed?
0: I think so. What did you think it was?
1: That they just... Did
0: this confuse?
1: I guess it did.
0: (laughs) 13-year-old Elizabeth watching this back in the day?
1: I guess I would have assumed it meant that we're just kind of empty. Like, we don't have a lot of depth. Mm. Not that it had anything to do with sexuality. Mm. Am I naive?
0: I don't know. I don't know poetry. I don't know this stuff. Well, shoot. I think it was like, I've touched you and I feel empty because you're... You have no passion, you have no heat, you have no Plus, I mean if the size of the vase that she's given him is the one he's talking about, no wonder nothing can fit in that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't take it as a sexual thing, but I'm glad we bring different points to the table, Michael.
0: Oh. There's an awkward scene in Bloomingdale's where Mark is kind of he's got his own he's got his own bay, he's got his own like little bit on the side that he's like kissing, kissing and cuddling up to
1: speaking very loudly about their in-office relationship, being like, no one's around. No one's around. Let's just make out. No one's here. I like how you feel. Yeah. Like, loud.
0: And Rachel's sitting right there. And Ross is behind a corner, so Ross thinks that he's talking to Rachel. Mm -hmm. So he kind of storms in and is like, stop it. This is disgraceful. It's inappropriate. How dare you? And then everyone's like, huh, huh? And the, the woman is wearing the exact same outfit that Rachel is wearing, to be fair.
1: I don't know if it's a uniform, or if it just happened to be very similar. Nah, it's the
0: same outfit. Yeah, we it's know it's not a uniform, because Rachel had to, like, figure out her outfit. She was stressing about her outfit. Yeah. And the girl is sporting Jennifer Aniston here, circa season two of Friends. Mark is like, what's your problem? And he's like, I've been waiting in that shop for 20 minutes. What do I have to do to get some service? <laughs>
1: kind of funny.
0: It's pretty good. He he get I think he covers for it masterfully.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: <laughs> so we're back at the auditions.
1: Just audition. Just one. Well, there's
0: lots of people there, so it's an audition for many people. So, it's auditions. Uh, everyone's on a everyone's got an auditions. Okay. And the guy is like, "All right, here we go. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what the, he's taught you." And the piano sort of like do 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 and everyone does jazz hands in that time. And then everyone just starts doing, we forgot to mention that Joey showed his dancing skills to Phoebe and Chandler earlier, where he just sort of swings his arms around in a, I mean, how how do you describe it, Elizabeth? It's like,
1: like putting your arms in a circle, like out straight and then bringing them back in around while your hips are going the same way. It's just like, woo. So
0: basically the joke is he has taught all of these Broadway actors and actresses how to do that, basically. And And then kind
1: of like, it started off well. They like put one hand out, then the next hand out, and their head, and their head. Yeah, because they follow along
0: to the diddle (laughs) diddle And then then it's
1: just, oh, that's Joey's moves. That's all he had. And they they worked it, though, because these people think that Joey's this very famous person, and that maybe these roles call for a dance move like that. So they're working it. So good on them. Good on those extras.
0: Yes, they did very well. And the guy's just like, what the hell? Joey's like, it's the best I could do with these suckers. So <laughs> then the guy's like, alright, we're gonna do it again. Everybody follow Joey, so Joey's got to do his turn, and he stands up, and it's like, do do and he just runs out the door. <laughs> good. It's good, actually. I enjoy that.
1: It's good, but I, I feel like he could have just done the same routine that he taught them. But, but why like, is that funny? No, it's not funnier, but, like, if I was him, I would have just done the same thing, but, like, oh, I thought that's what, I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> and then... And then if he's like, no, I, this thing I showed you before, I'd be like, oh, can you show it to me again? But a lot slower. Like, I don't know. I would just like buy my time. Like, let me just get a glass of water. Slowly walk over to water. Just to pour this here. Okay. Good. That's what I would do. What oh, would you do?
0: I, I would run out.
1: You wouldn't even be there in the first place with your auditions. Nope. you probably have three more auditions later that day. Yeah, I
0: got auditions to get to. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Ross and Rachel have a little heart-to-heart in Central Park. She is mad at him. He apologizes. All the while, you see Gunther lurking in the background.
1: Fucking staring at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's because he's got an arc now. He's got a storyline. He's not just some eye-catching extra in the background. He's got a fucking storyline and weight and gravitas to him. Indeed. And it's kind of revealed that Ross is just very paranoid. And that paranoia is based on his marriage. His, his, his previous marriage. He was with Carol for eight years. And she left him for another person. And he is carrying that over into this relationship.
1: Yeah, you know, Rachel says, we've been together almost a year. Like, I don't know what else I'd need to do. hmm But him pointing out, well, I was with Carol for eight years and right. I didn't see this coming. And I love you potentially more than I loved her. hmm So, like, basically but, he's but, scared.
0: But she left him for another woman. So it's not only okay, but also hilarious.
1: So funny. Because mm-hmm. that's just so funny. But... You kind of feel bad for him. Like, I'm surprised Rachel didn't realize that, I guess. Yeah. But it makes you feel a little like, oh, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. We didn't talk about Joey making fun of Ross, the best part of this episode. Oh,
0: yeah, that was quite good. Okay,
1: okay. So Joey is talking to Ross about his antics with Rachel and being jealous and everything. And he kind of goes into a spiel of making fun of him. Like, you know, you're going to lose her. And then you're going to come up to us and be like... Hi. And then the, and then Joey's like, and then we're going to want to go out. And you're going to be like, oh, no, but what if I see Mark and Rachel out somewhere? And we're going to be like, come on, man. It's been four years later. Get over it. And I just thought it was really good because it seemed so accurate. And I'm glad someone else picked up on that. So thank you, Joey.
0: <laughs> thank you, Joey. Joey has really been the MVP of this episode. Mm-hmm. I think we can just give him that award right now.
1: Indeed. MVP, right. Joey.
0: So anyway, they kind of make up. Um... He's like, I'll try and do better. Maybe he doesn't say that. Maybe he doesn't apologize that no.
1: much. No, no, he doesn't. He, he just, just talks about his son.
0: Yeah. So anyway, he's got a play date and he's going, to, he's taking Ben on a play date with the stripper that Chandler had arranged earlier in the episode because it's his cousin's bachelor party and Ross got to go to it. And Rachel's really jealous because <laughs> jealousy can happen to anybody. Uh, and maybe Rachel's in the wrong all along about this whole Mark thing. Uh, So she gives him a big smooch and everything's going to be alright. It'll be okay. And the episode ends with Julio locking lips with some other floozy in the moonlight diner. But he's he's interrupted by the fucking barbershop quartet again. Hooray!
1: What do they sing, Michael? They
0: sing um, something about his poetry being shit and he works in a diner. Um... You're not God's gift to women, that's all in your head. You're just a big butt munch.
1: No one likes a butt munch.
0: You're all so bad and bad.
1: I like the word butt munch. It's
0: better than Crap Weasel.
1: Much better than Crap Weasel.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, great end to the episode, Like the barbershop quartet. I appreciated that. They
1: killed it, and when they were in there, all of a sudden you just see Monica like <laughs> her head like popping up <laughs> behind them. It was so good. It's pretty great. So it was a good episode, I'd say. Yeah,
0: good one to come it. back on. I think so. Where we went a we wee bit all over the place with that one because we're a bit out of practice. We're out of we'll, practice totally. Yeah, we'll be bear. But um, we didn't open the episode with Ask Elizabeth. But what I did want to do is debut a new feature right now, Elizabeth.
1: Oh, I'm so excited. So this
0: show, um, this episode is over 20 years old. What uh-huh. I want to know is if you would take this episode and supplant it into modern day, how, how would you have to change it to make do with like the changes of to, to the modern world and modern technologies? If you look at it, I mean, I, I had a couple of notes. So instead of like auditioning for Tale of Two Cities, Joey could have been auditioning for Hamilton and he could have spent the whole episode like learning how to rap that would have been good right that would have been something right that, that would have, have been, been cool bad. yeah all about that and I, then when it came to dancing maybe you could teach them like Gangnam style or like something twerking. <laughs> like twerking yeah twerking how to twerk
1: yeah Ooh, that's good
0: like what's the modern day equivalent like they, you wouldn't send a barbershop quartet anymore unfortunately what's the modern day equivalent of a barbershop quartet
1: they have like singing grams do they yeah yeah remember in like elf
0: Nope.
1: They hired someone to come and sing a song. Did they? Yeah.
0: Nope. Don't remember that. You know,
1: like show up at your door and ding dong, blah 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 blah. Um, The only thing I could think of was like her at work with inputting data and like have how like her computer might be different. Or the phone might not have a cord. That's all I could think sure,
0: of. Sure.
1: Am I a loser? I put
0: you on the spot with this new segment. But now from now on, you need to look at every episode and think, how would this change?
1: Well, there wouldn't be no fucking purse turtles. Where's Phoebe in this episode, by the way? Phoebe
0: was helping Monica with her Julio stuff. Julio wouldn't uh, be a poet in modern day. You, you Nobody's a poet in, in the 21st century. Who of would, course they are. Nah. You just he don't would, know any. He would be like a... He would be a blogger or something, or he'd be like a YouTube uh, sensation. He'd be like, I do YouTube videos, and he would just like have one where he's slamming all of his sexual conquests. Mm. That's my prediction.
1: That's pretty good.
0: And Central Perk would be a vape bar.
1: Oh, it would totally be a vape bar. Or be like a... Because nobody
0: drinks coffee in modern day.
1: I don't know, Michael. You put me on the spot, maybe I'll become more prepared. This is time. what we're
0: doing from now on, so oh, you brother. need to think about it when you're watching it. Okay. 21st century, friends. Because it's all about reboots, man. People are talking about reunions and reboots. They could be back at any moment. There could be more episodes to do before you even know it. Alright. So you better be ready.
1: Hi, baby. Ready. I'm ready.
0: Come up with some fresh ideas, and we'll meet back here and discuss them.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Alright, with that in mind, we'll be back next week with a new episode. What are we at? Oh man, I I'm so excited. Why
1: is your face like that?
0: <laughs> I think everybody can guess oh, why roller. our regular listeners don't know full well why I'm so happy. Season 3, episode 13, is the one where Monica and Richard are just <gasps> friends. Oh! Could it be? Oh my god. Is he coming back into our lives? I
1: don't know. I'm only
0: just getting over him. I'm not sure if I'm ready for it. Do you think it's the return of Dr. Richard Burke?
1: No.
0: What other Richard could there be? No,
1: I I think it is him, but I don't think they'll get back together or anything.
0: Well, they're just friends, according to the episode title.
1: Yeah, but that's misleading.
0: Or is it? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, man, I'm so excited. What better way to get over Julio?
1: It's going to be great.
0: Than a fling with...
1: Julio, that wasn't anything. She's, she just not even need well, to Ricardo. get on <laughs>
0: Okay, Miguel. Uh, close us wait. on out. Can we just watch it now? Nope. Please.
1: Let's do your sign off and we'll maybe, maybe.
0: All right. Thank you all very much for listening. This has been the Friends Till the End podcast with myself, Michael, and my companion, Elizabeth. I want to give a big thank you to Arthur Hamer and his illustrations for designing our podcast logos. You can see more of his work at arthurhamer.com. Definitely check him out. Very talented artist. We've got a couple of coffee mugs with our podcast logos on them now. We're fancy, huh?
1: I drink wine out of mine.
0: Ooh. You can help support the show by giving us a follow over on Twitter at FriendsPod. And you can also check out our swanky new Friends Till the End website, Elizabeth.
1: It's so cool. We're
0: looking at it right now. It's got our lovely little logos on it in cartoon form. You can check us out at friendstilltheend.podomatic.net and that's got all of our old episodes on it, all of our archives and some lovely little artwork on there as well. A couple of polls that you can take. It's good stuff. You should go over there. We've hit the big time.
1: It looks just like us.
0: It's uncanny. And you can check our episodes on iTunes, you can check us out on Google Play, you can check us out on Stitcher Radio, and as always, tell a friend, word of mouth, etc., etc., etc. Elizabeth, let's just stop recording. Watch the one with Richard and then maybe record again. Yeah? Okay. okay. Deal. Here we go. One, two, three. Bye. Bye.